Hello, everybody, and welcome to Alaska Tracy's podcast, where you can expect to hear from inspirational folks, a little bit of social media, as well as business tips and tools. I appreciate you being here today. Thank you so much. Welcome, everybody, to episode 28. I am thrilled that you're here, and we have a very special guest today from the Bay Area, Bill. Ben Oz. Ben Oz. See, I, Bill Ben Hi, Tracy. Bill Ben Oist. Ben Oist. Hi, Tracy. Hi, Bill. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad Bill's here. Bill and I go way back. We were just talking about when we met. We met on a tweet chat, which if any of you listen to my other podcasts, I talk a lot about a lot of the people in my network that I've met through Twitter tweet chats and it's a very powerful wow. tool if you use it and you use it effectively so we met back in 2012 and this yep. is our very first conversation I know isn't it incredible I mean we really met through through Twitter you know Twitter works <laughs> Twitter works for sure a little bit about Bill I'm going to just pull up your I, I really don't like to read bios, so I'm just going to read a uh-huh. little bit, and then I'm going to let you just tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do, Bill. Um, okay. You can find Bill, uh, B-I-L-L-B as in boy, E-N, Nancy, O-I-S-T dot com, and I'll put all Bill's information in the show notes as well. Uh, Bill's a professional certified coach and master NLP practitioner who Mm -hmm. provides support to enhance the skills, resources, and creativity you already have. And Bill, can you expand on what you do and what you are all about? Sure, sure. Thank you, Tracy. So I do both um, leadership coaching and career coaching. I do a lot of work with career transitions, especially working with executives. Um, anywhere from, I would say, two levels down from the the C-suite all the way up to the C-suite. I will help individuals with their resumes, with their LinkedIn profiles, with um, their interviewing techniques, and actually helping them create marketing plans to identify the companies, target companies that they want to go after, uh, as well as even taking a look at the industries. A lot of people don't know this, but there's 145 different industries that are represented in LinkedIn. And of those industries, there's approximately 12 million companies that that are made up of that. And so what I do is I help individuals really kind of um, target what industries that really resonate with them. So I'll work with um, Something I'm very passionate about is working with uh, their strengths. Uh, when I work with an individual, one of the first things they'll, they'll receive from me is the Strength Finders book. I'll have them take the Strength Finder assessment. We identify the core strengths. We start using those and make sure that they are a match to the industries, to the companies that they're applying for. Because right now, um, they say the statistics, 70% of the individuals out there working are not fully engaged in what they're doing. I like to work with the other 30%. I want to make sure that there's no 
Monday morning, or excuse me, Sunday night blues for Monday morning um, on that. I, you know, really want them to be energized and fully engaged when they go to work on Monday mornings. And then the NLP part of it, um, neuro-linguistic programming, I'm a master NLP practitioner, that really comes in handy because especially when working with individuals that may be over the age of 50, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of negative self-talk that can go along with um, being, being an older, mature worker. You know, it's too old to change if they're looking for a career change or, you know, I'm too old to ever make the same kind of amount of money, you know, that I was making before. And statistically wise, those are actually not true. Um, in fact, I would say over 95% of the individuals that I work with um, that are over the age of 50 have actually done the same, if not better, in a new position that they've gotten. So the mm -hmm. you know, kind of helps out as well. So that's really in a nutshell what I do in the leadership coaching. Um, you know, a lot of times individuals, especially new CEOs, uh, believe it or not, they uh, a lot of them will actually experience imposter syndrome. It's just like they're waiting. Okay, when are they going to find out about me? You know, so we dig deep into that as well. Wow, that sounds fascinating. So let's go back in time. <laughs> what was your vision to get you where you are today? It's an interesting story. My, um, my background is in technology, about 25 years in technology. The last 18 years, I was a vice president in information services. And not to date myself or anything, but when I was knocking on the door of turning 50 back in around 2008, I was wondering what it was I wanted to do when I was 60. Um, I really, I, I didn't know, but I just knew I didn't want to be in technology anymore. I had a great job. I had a really fantastic boss. Um, my team, which normally would have a turnover in this industry of every 18 months to 24 months, had been with me for over 10 years. My commute was all of eight seconds for the last eight years, which I worked from my home office. I had everything going for me, but I really didn't want to be in technology. You know, I couldn't see myself in technology when I was turning 60. And I really kind of thought about what it was that I wanted to do. And I kicked it around for maybe a month, month and a half. And I came up with the idea of teaching online college courses. That's what I thought I would do, teach online college courses, because I thought, you know, I could live anywhere in the world Mm -hmm. as long as there was an internet connection and maybe a beach to look at as I was grading papers. So that was my idea. Um, the only thing is I only had a bachelor's and I knew I needed at least a master's, if not a PhD, to teach online college courses. So about at the age of 50, I went back to school to get a master's degree so I could teach online college courses at 60. Right. Took the student loan and everything, you know, took student loan. Everybody thought I was really kind of crazy. Um, I ended up doing my master's in leadership mainly because my bachelor's was in management and I always had a passion for leadership. About three quarters of the way through the program, I took a class on executive coaching. And up until that time, coaching to me was little league or basketball. It was so far off my radar, but I really enjoyed the process. And all of a sudden it was like, well, do I want to teach or do I want to coach? And 
coaching actually won out. And so after I graduated from um, the, the leadership program, I went into another program for 18 months and I became a certified professional coach. And in 2011, I opened up my practice and I was seeing clients at night and on the weekends as I was doing my vice presidency stuff during the day. And in 2014, the company I was working for went public and it just wasn't a lot of fun anymore. There was a lot of changes and stuff. And, and one day I came home and I told my wife, I said, you know what, I'm going to make 2015 my final year I'll go ahead and wait till the end of the year I'll collect my stock options and my bonus I made it till April of that year before I called my manager up and I said Rick I'm sorry I'm giving you three months notice he was pissed he wanted to get out before me but I um, I took, <laughs> I took the uh, I took the practice full-time on August 1st and I've never looked back and to be honest with you, I've never been as happy as I could be right now. It's such a rewarding and fulfilling, um, uh, what I would call second career that I'm doing. Wow, what a wonderful story. That, so it, that in a nutshell sounded like do, 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 right? Like, yeah. what were the bumps along the way? They were more like mountains. <laughs> <laughs> yes yes yeah I mean it was incredible um, I, I thought I had it all set in the very beginning I mean here I was I was doing everything right I started the practice and part-time I worked it for a couple of years I remember the very first week that I went full-time it was like I'm not even on Yelp <laughs> you know, and it was just like these little things. It's like I've been doing this all this time, and I'm not on Yelp. I don't have any advertising out there. Um, it was, you know, especially the marketing part of it because they, I, you can build a website, but that just doesn't mean that they're automatically going to flock to you or anything like that. And one of the things with, um, one of the big things with with career coaching, especially or leadership coaching, you know, people will budget for television, they'll budget for a vacation, but people don't budget for coaching. And when, when oh, that's a great little tagline right there. When you, um, when you're working full time, you're making a good income. You don't think about these little things. There's, you know, I got clients here and there. I'll just be able to build this up, you know, no problem at all. Didn't realize that people didn't budget for coaching, you know, so I had to, you know, kind of, um, you know, I, I had to face that and, you know, make some, make some changes in that and do some marketing strategies. But again, there's absolutely never been any regrets in this. Um, you know, I've often, you know, I've often told my wife that I said, if things ever get really bad, um, she could get a second job and we could still be a two income family. Um, and what did she say to that? <laughs> uh, well, she really didn't say anything cause she didn't talk to me for a few months. <laughs> started she didn't no she has been a big support she's been a big support and I think anybody that uh, I, I, I couldn't be more you know more grateful for how the support that I've gotten from my wife but also for my friends you know I know sometimes people be uh, you know they're going to entrepreneur and they don't have that support there 
I truly had the support. I think that was one of the biggest, biggest factors to where I'm at today and, you know, being successful. And that seems to be a, a theme as well. Um, when I was sharing, talking to some other uh, folks on pod, my podcast, mm-hmm. the same thing. They were like, I couldn't do it without my wife or I couldn't do it without my husband. I'm the same, the same way. I mean, I am married to a very grounded man and I'm the marketer, the, I'm the visionary that, you know, and he's just like, how are you going to get from a to B? That's a, like, not even that's a great idea. How are you going to get from here to there? You know, and, and, um, very supportive though, you know, like he's, wild. he's very, he, he, you're, you're kind of strategic and he's tactile. It sounds like, and I think you need yeah. both, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's so. Was there ever a time when you thought I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to switch things up? This isn't working. This, like, how long did it take you to start getting clients, and where did they start coming from? Yeah. So a and yes, and there's definitely been you know many times. Um, about eight o'clock this morning, I was wondering what I was you know why I was doing what I was doing. I mean, truly, truly, it is, I I can't stress it enough. It is an emotional roller coaster of up and downs. It really is. Um, You know, I, I remember for the first year, I was really kind of, um, I, I was struggling with, with that emotional roller coaster. There was times that, that I thought about, you know, I, I remember I went back and um, and set up some job alerts on Indeed, you know, and so in the morning I would be looking at, okay, what kind of jobs are out there, you know, while I was trying to market myself. And I think it was maybe there was a point where there was a literally a mind shift. It was a mind shift. And it says, you know, as long as I'm looking for another job out there, this is not going to work. This is not going to work. And I remember, you know, just just making that that commitment, and um, um, and I remember the day that I just I went on all the job boards and deleted those alerts altogether. So when I woke up in the morning, there was nothing in my email. Um, I think that there, there's there's something that, and I'm looking down at a, a a day planner right here. I've got a day planner for the the entire year. And something I write, and it's weekly, it's bi-weekly, and every single week I write down these two sentences that I'm looking at every single day of the week. And one sentence is, is this getting me closer to my goals? And the second sentence is, what is one thing I can do today that will bring me closer to my goals? And I'm always, always looking at that, you know. And so when I get involved in in something, it's like I really, I kind of look, you know, well, is this going to get me closer to my goals or is it just, you know, going to, you know, be robbing me of my time? Because I've I've literally become very selfish with my time nowadays, you know. Um, I love what I do, but I also have to treat it as a business, you know, if that makes sense. It, it, you know, a lot of people, you know, they think, oh, I'm going to go into coaching or something and make a big difference in the world. And but the bottom line is you have to treat it as a business as well. It's just I'm very big with, like, working with my clients. I want to make sure that they land in something that they're very passionate about. I've landed in something that I'm very passionate about. That's so good. I, you know... Again, 
I was telling Bill before we started this interview that I have no clue why I started this podcast. Um, well, I do. The goal was to inspire other people. But mm-hmm. really, I jumped into it. I didn't really have a plan lined out. And people like yourself have appeared. You all have the same theme going. And it's, it's what I teach as well. And I mean, I carry my little day timer with me. I like, yeah, wonderful. <laughs> yeah. I was just uh, giving a vision board class last night to somebody, and she said, I really need to buy a calendar. And I said, how long have you been saying that? <laughs> and she's over 50 as well as me. And I said, I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't remember in my 30s. How, how can you remember from day to day? And then yeah. another thing is, I, it's right by my desk here my little mantra that I look at throughout the day and, and it, it changes every year. This year it's chase, chase the vision, not the money by Tony Heiss. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know if you said that right. And then I added trust the vision will invite and allow the money to flow abundantly. Yeah. It's interesting. I mean, here we are. It's, it's really like, as you said earlier, we've known each other since 2000, early 2012. And this is the first time we're talking and look at how much we have in common, you know, both doing this. I mean, we both are using, you know, uh, day planners to, I, I think we both have our, our goals out there, but it's, but what's motivated, what, what helps us get motivated is not necessarily goals, but the process to get to those goals. You know, I don't have any of my goals listed on this page here. I have the processes to get to the goals, which I've set, you know, three, six, nine, and 12 months down the line. So do you, when the going gets tough, like it did this morning, what do you do to get out of because my head wants to kill me often. So what do you do to get out of that? So, so literally not, I, I don't mean to sound woo-woo or anything in that, but one of the things that has really helped me, and I've done this on a daily basis, and I'll actually do this, um, I'll actually do this oftentimes before my first client of the day, and that is I do a 15 to 20 minute meditation. I found a really cool app on um, uh, out there. If and go ahead and use the name because it's free, so no, not get anything from it. It's called Insight Timer, Ooh. and Insight Timer, um, I N S I but G H T Timer um, has hundreds of free meditations that are guided that are in different areas, and what I look for specifically are guided meditations um, and there's a couple of uh, that I are my favorites and I'll be happy to email them to you if you want to reference um, but what I found is doing a 15 minute guided meditation of mindfulness actually takes me out of that whole future thing and brings me back to present day and I tell you there's nothing better than being present and in the moment when you got a client that's just paid you, you know, you want to be open and there for them, not thinking about, okay, well, you know, the money worries or something like that. You just got to get present. And that's been, um, that's been something that's been very, very um, helpful for me, you know, in getting, getting past that. It's just 
getting into the present moment, and I use mindfulness meditation to do that. I would like to start that. I, I don't do a guided meditation, um, but it's been on my, I, I do meditate, but not guided. Yeah, I'll send you, I'll send you some links um, offline on that. That'd be good. I've been looking into transcendental, is that? Transcendental meditation. Meditation. Spendy to learn how to do it. But um, my husband said last night, we were supposed to do that when we didn't have a lot of money because we found a source and they go upon your household income. And he said, yeah, we were supposed to do that like Jerry Seinfeld did when uh, we didn't have a lot of money. <laughs> and then, you know, but, well, this, um, is, this is completely free. And, and yeah. I've actually, um, I mean, not only do I use it myself, but every now and then I'll have a client who, you know, is um, struggling with maybe something that's going on at work that's, that's taking their focus away from what they need to be focused on. And I've introduced them to this and I keep tabs on, on these kind of things. And um, it's been amazing as to the results that have came about. Good for you. So after you did your meditation this morning, were you back into the mindset yeah. of? Yeah. 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 I mean, it definitely back it back into into it. Um, there's one other thing that um, I would say out there. I recently did a a um, course through Corsaria. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Corsaria, but you got mm -hmm. Corsaria out there, and you got Lynda.com, and you got Udemy, and you got Khan Academy. You got all these online on online programs. Something I like about Corsaria is because they offer um, they offer uh, certificate programs from some well-known colleges. And there was um, that positive psychology, which was being offered through Penn State University, Martin Seligman, who is the founder pretty much of positive psychology. And, and they've got a really neat website out there called authentichappiness.org. There's a number of assessments out there. I want to say around 25, 20, 25 assessments. One of the assessments is um, called the BIA Character Strength, which has had more scientific study than even the Myers-Briggs. So they've got a lot, of, a lot of, um, of research behind these. Anybody can go to the website authentichappiness.org and take these assessments, but they have to register for it. It doesn't cost anything. But what happens is as they register for it and they're given their demographics that then you got people from the, the scientific community, the educational community, they're extrapolating this data to be able to do these kind of studies on it. And one of the things that I think was interesting is that there actually is a, um, there is a gratitude survey. And I remember taking the gratitude survey right before I took this program, this certificate program on positive psychology. And then I went through the program and took the gratitude survey again. And I was, I was amazed because I'm usually pretty positive, pretty optimistic, but when I took the assessment, I was much lower than what I thought I was. But by the time I was finished with it, I was like on the other end of the spectrum. And I can actually, even though, even though I, didn't, I, I didn't see that in myself before I took it, I can actually see it now in myself that I'm, 
you know, a lot more positive, a lot more optimistic. So I think that also helps with this whole, you know, up and down entrepreneurial thing that even when it gets down to the lowest part, um, I built up that, that optimism in me that knows that it's going to go. So, so I think I handle it a lot better than, than other people. And where I'm going with this is that that's not something you're born with. I think I'm living proof that it's something that you can, you know, educate yourself to become better in these kind of things. Very good. Maybe you can, um, when you email me the um, link for the meditation, you can send me the link for the course that I you will. talked about. And I I'll will. Have in the I show will. As well. It's a really neat program. It was a neat little program. I think it was like about four months. You know, but but it's on it's on and it's not that expensive. It's like seventy nine bucks a course or something like that. Yeah, I'd love to look into that. You know, it goes immediately onto your LinkedIn profile. Um, it's from the college itself. It's really kind of cool. And it adds a little bit more structure, which I don't know about you, but <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> it, 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 I mean, I'm, and I'm sure you're the same way. I mean, I'm just always open to, you know, learning new things and, and always developing myself. I mean, it's just like I say, I, you know, the master's degree and then the coaching program. Then after that, you know, it was almost a year of training for an NLP master practitioner. And I'm always taking something. I'm always trying to, you know, make myself a little bit, uh, I don't want to say better, but just I more knowledgeable in this, and it's all stuff that it's all stuff that I can bring back and work with and share with my clients. It's yeah, it is. That's wonderful. Do you find that you hang out or network or have a network of people that you can reach out to when you're stuck? When you like, where do you, who who do you turn to personally? Yeah, so um, I, I do actually. I've got um, uh, I, I have a number of individuals that are in my network as far as career coaches um, or individuals that are in this kind of environment. Even individuals, I you know, I share an office with a couple other people and you know meet with them. I, there's one person in particular that I talked to almost weekly meeting for a cup of coffee, you know, on a Tuesday morning at a coffee shop. Um, I, I do, I, I, I have a number of resources there where can kind of bounce ideas off of. I think, I think it's so important to have that support system. Definitely. Definitely. And Tracy, you're going to become one of my support people. Oh, you know what I was just thinking of? I was thinking of, uh, Chris, um, who I interviewed and we were on lead with them together. And I think him and another guy that was on the tweet chat are doing an in-person seminar where they live in Denver. And it's been on my mind, like, wow, wouldn't that be cool to get a group of us to go actually meet and I'll find out about it. I'd be open to that. Absolutely. Yeah. See how that works, everybody. It's just amazing. (laughs) And again, it's that common thread of we weren't born with this stuff. It's it's like a toolkit that mm-hmm. you, know, you get over time, and, and you have to use those tools like a muscle. You have to use yeah. them over and over and over and over, and and because life's going to happen. Yeah, right? and it does. Um, so, do you think of yourself now as successful? 
right where yeah. you're at. Yeah, no, I do. I do. Um, it, you know, it's funny. One of the things that I, I kind of started doing a while back um, was uh, doing some resume writing. You know, I just kind of open it up and, you know, a lot of people are looking for just somebody that will do their resume. And I felt a little uneasy about that. And when I talk to people, I say, you know, I feel like I have the career coaching down, you know, quite well. Um, but not the resume, you know, writing as well. And although I do, I just, what answering your question, do I feel confident? I definitely do as far as leadership coaching and, and career coaching. Um, and I, I say that because I measure it against something that I don't feel that confident. You know? Oh, that's good. So how do you define success today? Uh, the, so there is nothing more rewarding than getting up in the morning, turning on your computer, and the first thing that hits is an email from one of your clients, past or present, that's talking about they just got a job offer, you know, the, the day before. Um, or a LinkedIn message that comes in, or I've even gotten them as text messages before. And I've received so many of those that it's like, I'm like the biggest cheerleader to, you know, with, with my clients. I mean, one of the um, most recent ones, I, I don't work a lot with individuals that are, that are say, the Generation Y, the millennial generation. And it's nothing against them. It's just that my focus has been with um, individuals that are in mid to late career, especially individuals that were over, over 50. But this, uh, this one young woman, she, I want to say she was 26 years old, and she was, a, uh, she was a medical assistant that had just become a, a nurse or something, and, and she hired me to just do her LinkedIn profile, nothing else, just do her LinkedIn profile. And we got on the phone, we got on, we got on Skype, sharing the screen, stuff like this. And, but what was really funny about it was before she even hired me, uh, it was so funny. She, you know, gave her everything. We were in a discovery call. She says, okay, well, let me talk to my dad. And I just thought it was so funny. <laughs> but anyway, we ended up, we ended up working, we ended up working together. And I remember getting this, I, I it, it was about a week later. It was like about a week later, I get this text and it says, Hey, I got an interview or something like that. You know, and I'm like texting her back and I was thinking, you know, congratulations. And then, you know, kind of went back and forth. And then I, I got this email and it's just, I got the job, you know? And it was like, I was, I think I was just as excited for her or probably just as excited as maybe her dad was, you know, on that. Those kind of things make me feel so good, and and I get those I get those enough I get enough of those that it that I know it it makes me feel successful. So you know I look at somebody and say, you know, let's just say that you were making sixty thousand dollars a year or something, and and you know here in the valley you make a lot more than sixty thousand. But I just use this as an example, and you and and you invested in just maybe $600 for a coaching, you know, to, to work with a coach for, you know, a month or two. And that helped you get, you know, learning how to do your resume and your LinkedIn profile and interviewing and marketing strategies landed you 
a job just one week sooner, just one week sooner than had you not worked with a coach at all, you would have made $1,200, $1,259 sooner than had you not worked with a coach. Not a bad return on investment of 600 bucks, right? And so when I put all of these things together and the people that have emailed me and stuff, I know I'm successful in that, you know, I, I, I have those, those vibes there. Um, and I measure it just by how happy I am, you know? Yes. Yes. So what words of encouragement do you have for a listener who might be struggling or who's just a business owner themselves? Um, what, what, what words of wisdom from Bill? The words from wisdom for Bill yes. is, you know, like I say, there, there is definitely, there is definitely an emotional roller coaster there with, especially when you're doing this for the first time. There's a lot of up and downs. There's a lot of up and downs um, with with this, but you know, set yourself a goal, but then forget about the goal and and do your process. Do the process to get to the goal. You know, it's like. Don't, don't keep harping on the goal. Just do the process, you know, get, get the work done. Um, that I think is the, the biggest thing. You find out the time of day that you are the most productive. And if it's first thing in the morning, you know, at five, six o'clock in the morning, then you get the biggest things done that you're faced at that time of day, you know, when you, when you do it. Um, there is a lot of, I remember, I, I remember, um, the week or two before I uh, I left my company, and like I said, I was working, you know, from home, and I was working, you know, seven to four p.m. And I remember just looking at the time, you know, three o'clock, and it was like, and and again, I had a great team, a great boss, and everything, but I was just, it it, it wasn't fun anymore. And I remember that last hour just seemed to drag on and drag on, and the first day of my of bringing my business full time. I remember starting at five o'clock in the morning and at nine o'clock that night thinking, well, I guess I should quit, but this is so much fun, you know, on that. And I have a lot of those kind of days, you know, I do work a lot of hours. In fact, um, somebody was just making a comment on Saturday or Sunday this, uh, the other day they, they said, are you, she texted me and said, are you working? And I said, yeah. And she said, man, you put in a lot of hours, a lot of work. And I just, to me, it's, it, it, yeah, I guess I do, but I don't think of it as work, you know, on that. So if you're doing, if you're doing what it is that you love to be doing, that's great. But you, you, you definitely, you got to think business sense too. You know, you got to think business sense. It's not going to always be fun. <laughs> it's not always going to be fun. It's not always going to be fun. You know, there's a reason why I call it work. Um, but, uh, it, you know, the, I did it. You know, there's one other thing I can, I can share, and it was just it was something I didn't even realize. But this, um, this month's bulletin of AARP had a statistic I was unaware of. They said 40%, 40%. Of individuals that are 62 years old changed to second careers after the age of 55. Wow. I know, I know it's in this month's, you know, ARP. 40% of those 55 or over switched careers. 
the ones that are currently working That's at 62. Cute. Yeah, I mean they had they had uh, they had an electrician who who at the age of fifty eight became an attorney. There was a woman who became a flight attendant. There was a there was a sixty I want to say sixty two or sixty five year old who was a publisher who became a charter sailboat captain. You know, we oftentimes I think we feel like we're all alone out there, but people do it all the time. Right. Wow. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. Yeah. Right. Bill, I thank you for your time. It was fun. Thank you, Tracy. It's I had a lot of fun. Wonderful. And I'm going to include in the show notes all the links how you can get a hold of Bill and find the meditation and all sorts of good stuff, as well as I'm going to upload this to my YouTube channel. And we didn't even get into that. Bill has tapped into YouTube in the last year, and he's become quite the YouTuber. I just glanced at your account, and I was like, what? Ain't yeah, I, I publish. Um, I, I try to upload a career strategy every Tuesday. Um, the videos are usually about three, four, five minutes long. Every now and then you'll get an eight-minute one, but I always try to keep it. I started that... Um, because a lot of times, you know, clients were asking me the same question, and I thought, well, let me put this on a YouTube out there so people would have access. And now it's just become a passion. You know, I just, I do it. Um, I think the one that I uploaded um, yesterday uh, was on um, how to ace the lunch interview. You know, there's more and more individuals out there, um, especially in the executive um, up through the C-suite that, will be um, invited into a lunch interview. And the bottom line is you're still being evaluated during the lunch interview. So I give some tips and strategies on how to, how to do well in that. Well, your views are off the charts. So uh, I'll put the link to get a hold of you through there as well. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for joining. And if you'll hang out for a minute, uh, after we hit stop. Thank yeah. you everybody for joining in today for this episode. Uh, I hope you've been enlightened and inspired. Thank you so much. Have a great, productive day.